Welcome to the launch of the channel of the Wisdom of Anna. Look for the link below the video and make sure to follow for future podcasts. The link below this video will get, or the podcast that you're listening to. And if you're watching this on video, uh, uh, you can go to the podcast. You'll be able to look for the Spotify or Google button on, in the podcast link that you will find on my website at AnnaPerdue.com. But in the meantime, if you're not already listening on one of the podcast platforms, make sure to go to Spotify or Google uh, Podcast. Sign up for your favorite platform. And once you do that, look for the channel Anna. I also want to give a huge shout out and thank you to Kendrick K, Jesus V, and KC Global Productions for your donations. And a thank you to Mind Control Madness and WinterWatch.net for your words and inspiration for this podcast. So, let us begin. This may be hard to swallow, but it is an absolute fact. Would you agree we all live in Jonestown now? Stockholm syndrome into eternity, communal punishments, dished out when our names are called, publicly humiliated when saying anything going against the party line of misinformation and garbage, signing our names to blank sheets of paper, signifying our compliance, whipped and beaten by our contemporaries when stepping out of line of saying we don't consent to having illegal and experimental chemicals injected into us, we are conspiring against the government. 24 hours a day, the radio stations pump out nothing but endless propaganda and control speak. Our entire paychecks go to this church, which has us spy on each other and turn in information on each other. These were the conditions in Jim Jones' utopia by the time 1977 and 1978 rolled around, and yet they also perfectly describe the mental and physical prison we all find ourselves ambered into in the new normal Great Reset Psychedelic Nightmare of 2021. And it ain't the fun kind of horror flick, boys and girls. A place of everlasting bliss where you always see the sun day and night. Nope. This pound town refers only to the poundings you'll receive when the words out of your mouth happen to be, no thank you, to an experimental injection designed to turn you into an automation maiden, a fully-fledged member of MK Ultra 2.0. Welcome to the Transhumanism Chronicles. You'll stay because there's nowhere else to go. Family against family, brother against brother, lover against lover. And all by design. Tell me again that Jonestown wasn't a C underscore I underscore A sponsored psychological run through before the fact of exactly how much the human condition would take. Establish that malleability threshold. Find everyone's levers. Go ahead, prove me wrong. I'll wait. Can an individual be made to perform against their own moral concepts? Wasn't MK Ultra supposed to have been shut down by then? What has happened to us in less than a year's time? Mentally separated and adrift, we aimlessly float from pillar to post looking for purchase. We're all swimming in the goat's head soup now. Sound familiar to anything we've been delving in recently? Something that's been going into our blood? That way out and in. It's us. 
According to age-old cult doctrine, remember, they always have to tell us what they're going to do before they do it. But the important part is they have found the loophole. Let's examine the Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program. The Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program was an unclassified but unpublicized investigatory effort funded by the United States government to study unidentified flying objects or unexplained aerial phenomena. The program was first made public on December 16, 2017. The program began in 2007, 10 years earlier, with funding of $22 million over the five years until the available appropriations were ended in 2012. The program began in the U.S. Defense Intelligence Agency. According to the Department of Defense, the AATIP ended in 2012 after five years However, reporting suggested that U.S. government programs to investigate UFOs continued. Remember, the USO false flag is how they plan to explain away biblical prophecies currently unfolding. This Department of Defense UFO investigation was confirmed in June 2020 with the acknowledgement of a similar military program, the unclassified but previously unreported Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon Task Force. A group including Louis Elizondo, who was the program director who went on to work to a public benefit corporation named to the Stars Academy of Science, Arts and Science in 2017. To the Stars Academy of Arts and Science, this has quickly established itself as a research development and media center for cutting-edge science and technology. This group released its first official U.S. government so-called evidence and analysis of unidentified aerial phenomenon confirmed authentic publicly by the U.S. Navy. To the STARS Academy of Arts and Science, this group publicly boasts about being the cast of history's hit TV series, Unidentified, documenting to the STARS work that averaged one million views per episode. From their own website, these are the points of their advertisements. The first one, Science and Technology. To the Stars is a company with technology innovations that offer capability advancements for government and commercial applications. These technology innovations have been acquired, designed, or produced by To the Stars leveraging advancements in material science and quantum physics. The company is actively consulting and providing services focused on enhancing or integrating IP with some of their unique technology capabilities, including the Entertainment Division, a division fueled by informative original content across publishing, TV, film, animation, and music. Hmm. Predictive Programming? Scout and Vault, going under the initials S-C-O-U-T and V-A-U-L-T. Our shared objective includes the removal of the noise and stigma typically associated with the topic of UAPs by establishing a truly authentic and reliable data and analytics platform, including the ability to detect fake media or 
Do they intend to discredit unfolding biblical events? Based on these capabilities, they claim to be able to discover the meaning and motive by finding correlations and relationships to past and corresponding events with the use of predictive analytics. Joe Sherman, an advisor to this program, said, This project and its outcomes will be game-changing, producing findings applicable for research and development across multiple industries. To the Stars Academy of Arts and Science Division specializes in creating, acquiring, and commercializing science-focused intellectual property within the technology and entertainment verticals. Notice how these Department of Defense actors have learned to use the tell-a-lie-vision to manipulate the minds of the masses. TSA's technology IP portfolio is strategically curated to be monetized in wide-ranging industries, both private and government. The company's robust entertainment division has released 17 titles and is positioned to expand them further with additional development in film, television, and print. To the STARS Academy of Arts and Science, which is often just shortened to be to the STARS, is a Las Vegas-based company co-founded by Tom DeLonge, guitarist of Blink-182 and Angels and Airwaves, along with Harold E. Puthoff and Jim Simovan. It is composed of aerospace science and entertainment divisions. Interesting how all that seems to go together. Tom DeLonge's project received credibility first in 2017 when the New York Times reported on its work exposing the Pentagon's mysterious UFO program, and then again in September when the U.S. Navy called declassified videos published by To the Stars, along with the New York Times, unidentified aerial phenomenon. (laughs) Sounds like controlled opposition to me. Tom DeLonghi developed proprietary AI technology that can validate authenticity of various media formats for accelerated data analysis, and he developed a virtual intelligence tool for collecting, analyzing, and reporting unidentified aerial phenomena. I wonder how much of this AI will be collecting intelligence on ordinary citizens. To the Stars has also acquired a collection of metamaterials for its Atom Research Project, a material science program for technological innovation. The U.S. Army's CRADA will widen the scope of the program's efforts. Pillar projects like U.S. government footage of unidentified aerial phenomenon made public by, to the stars, former Lockheed Martin Skunk Works, to the stars COO Steve Justice on History Channel's unidentified groundbreaking metamaterials acquisition for the Atom Research Project. Technology IP licensing with partnership with TTSA serves as a non-traditional source for novel materials and transformational technologies to enhance military ground system capabilities. At the Army's Ground Vehicle Systems Center, partnership and the potential technical innovations are in the works. In other words, 
to the stars will be our new big brother. After independently publishing 17 titles and receiving high-profile attention for its work, To the Stars Entertainment Division is seeing considerable momentum in Hollywood to exploit its IP and expand its various franchises. The division drives revenue through direct-to-customer merchandise sales online and -and brick-and-mortar, digital media distribution revenue, licensing fees, and music royalties. The company has high brand visibility with close attention and coverage from international media outlets. To the Star's goal is to build the world's most comprehensive intelligence tool for collecting, analyzing, and reporting unidentified aerial phenomena. The virtual analytics UAP learning tool, Vault, is a robust database that will serve as an instrument for repository and research. The Vault will include an interactive public interface called Scout that will facilitate real-time uploads, downloads, alerting, and analysis. Scout, Signature Collection of UAPs Tracker, is a mobile app that is currently in beta that will, listen to this, enable global data collection. As part of this initiative, proprietary algorithms and artificial intelligence has been developed to increase computing performance for data analysis to process wide-ranging data sets, machine learning, cognitive services, and intelligent analytics. This is a world-first virtual intelligence tool. Global exposure via unidentified. Proprietary AI technology and one of their findings that pertains here, the phenomenon can manipulate both physical and cognitive environments in order to penetrate, get this, U.S. facilities, influence decision makers, and compromise I repeat, compromise national security. What? This includes psychotronic weapons, cognitive human interface, penetration of solid surfaces, instantaneous sensor disassembly, alteration, manipulation of biological organisms, anomalies in the space-time construct, unique cognitive human interface experiences. Oh, my, my, my. What I find most disturbing with all of this and this To the Stars Academy of Arts and Science project is the Army collaboration with the Cooperative Research and Development Agreement with the United States Army's Futures Command. Do you see what's happening here? Do you see? Wordman at Mind Control Missile Murder Madness, he goes on to say, I only keep returning to and highlighting these findings because their overall importance cannot be understated in relation to everything we're examining here. How long has this been going on? 
And is this where the otherworldly, off-world, extraterrestrial aspects merge with the spiritual? In other words, in layman's terms, is this where possession enters the picture? Whatever you choose to call it, a terrifying force has been on the loose and behind the scenes in U.S. history for decades, if not longer. It has directed personages and puppeteered world events for as long as you and I have been alive. It is the guiding hand. But is this guiding hand sane? Is it even human? We cannot even discern that. But he, what we can see, it should scare us to death. And it is the agenda of the World Economic Forum and every Fauci, Gates, Epstein, Rockefeller, and Rothschild to date. And it is ongoing. Consider this hypothesis. As well as the timing of those just unveiled in the Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program and the To the Stars Academy factoids, With what's going on in the world currently, a highly unstable, untoward, and suspicious November 3rd event with facts surrounding it that make it seem more and more like a coup d'etat playing out in some third world backwater and to what the previously untouchable United States was thought to be immune, a phantom deadly cold declared by principals that had also schemed the entire thing not two months prior in exercises called event numeral two, numeral O, and numeral one, and against a something I can't say on most social media that requires you to get something in your arm, they have already developed a you-know-what in a vial. Another unspeakable on social media for some four years earlier in 2015. This screams of coordination like nothing so much as having the Patriot Act written out and ready to go on the books well before the events of September 1 and 1 in 2001. And this is a tactic they will keep utilizing until we call them on it and see them for what they are, monsters. As we know, most monsters have enablers. One such enabler comes to mind. Dr. Louis Julian West, born in 1924 and died in 1999. He was a lifelong researcher of disassociation, amnesia, coercive persuasion, hypnosis, and hallucinogenic drugs. His parents were Russian Jewish immigrants. Google and YouTube have thoroughly scrubbed much of this controversial background on this character, but we do know this. His primary professional positions were director of the Neuropsychiatric Institute and chairman of the Department of Psychiatry at the University of California at Los Angeles from 1969 to 1989. We also can see that he was collaborating with all the usual suspects. Between 1974 and 1989, Dr. West received from the federal government over $5 million in grants channeled through the National Institute of Mental Health, a major funding conduit for the C underscore I underscore A programs. 
millions were poured into the UCLA Neuropsychiatric Institute headed by Dr. West, including more than $14 million in federal funds in one fiscal year before he stepped down. In explaining the work of the center, Dr. West said that in some patients, outbursts of uncontrolled rage have definitely been linked to abnormal electrical activity in deeply buried areas of the brain. For many years, neurologists have measured the electrical activity of the brain with electrodes attached to the scalp. Now, by implanting tiny electrodes deep within the brain, electrical activity can be followed in areas that cannot be measured from the surface of the scalp. Hmm. This makes me think about all the metals introduced into our air and food. The future looked even more promising, Dr. West declared. It is even possible to record bioelectrical changes in the brains of freely moving subjects through the use of remote monitoring techniques. Wow, this is getting deep. In hallucinations, behavior, experience, and theory, this was in 1975, Dr. West and a colleague discussed selective drug prohibition and applications as a means of social control. The role of drugs in the exercise of political control is also coming under increasing discussion. Control can be through prohibition or supply. The total or even partial prohibition of drugs gives the government considerable leverage for other types of control. An example would be the selective application of drug laws against selected components of the population, such as members of certain minority groups or political organizations. Dr. West devoted four decades to study, writing, and experimentation on disassociation, hypnosis, communist mind control, hallucinogens, sensory deprivation, and methods of social influence. He concluded that the methods used by destructive cults result in the creation of new identities and disassociative states. The same methods, when applied to experimental subjects under Bluebird, Artichoke, and MKUltra, also resulted in the creation of amnesia, new identities, and disassociated states. Before moving on to UCLA, Dr. West cut his teeth working with an anthropologist, Margaret Singer, for Air Force intelligence examining American POW pilots from the Korean War who were actually... <laughs> DDNOS-level Manchurian candidates. When Jack Ruby started claiming from his jail cell that a cabal was responsible for J-F-K's murder, Dr. West showed up in April 1964 to examine Oswald's assassination and concluded that Ruby was paranoid and mentally ill. The text of Dr. West's letter on Jack Ruby's sanity recommends confinement to a mental institution. Dr. Smith requested that I come to Dallas today to see Mr. Ruby briefly and to testifying at a hearing tomorrow regarding the possible value of further psychiatric studies. Hypnosis and intravenous sodium pentothal were included among possible techniques to provide further information concerning Mr. Ruby's state of mind at the time he shot Lee Harvey Oswald on November the 24th of 1963. Dr. West then 
examine Sirhan Sirhan, the alleged assassin of Robert F. Kennedy, and proclaimed him to be yet another lone nut. Over the years, he was repeatedly a hired gun for whatever position the powers that be wanted promoted. Dr. West is also known to have directed a C-I-A funded LSD research program in the 1960s at the University of Oklahoma. While chairman of the Department of Psychiatry at UO, he became a subcontractor for MKUltra Subproject 43 with a $20,800 grant awarded by the C-I-A. The proposal submitted by Dr. West was titled Psychophysiological Studies of Hypnosis and Suggestibility with an accompanying document titled Studies of Disassociative States. He participated in a mysterious house of unspecified functions at Halt Ashbury at the height of the hippie scene. He was a consultant of some undetermined type in the Charles Manson Helter Skelter murders. There are those that theorize that Manson and Dr. West met. According to Tom O'Neill's book, Chaos, Charles Manson, the C underscore I underscore A in the Secret History of the Sixties, West was much more involved than just a casual meeting with Manson. After the burning of the SLA headquarters, Dr. West and fellow C-I-A-funded psychiatrist Martin Orne and Robert J. Lifton provided psychological pretrial examinations of Patty Hearst, another psychiatrist called upon to testify in the Hearst trial was, guess who? Margaret Singer. Here's Hearst's account of what happened after her arrest. And this is Patty Hurst. When the first of the psychiatrists came to see me on September 30, just 11 days after my arrest, I simply crumbled under his scrutiny. I cried, murmuring and mumbling out replies that were not answers to his questions. He thought I was refusing to cooperate with him. This was Dr. Louis Julian West, a chairman of the Department of Psychiatry at UCLA, an internationally recognized expert in his field. I thought he had a creepy hypnotic voice, a tall, heavy-set man who appeared to be kindly. I suspected Jolly of being too smooth, too soothing to be trusted. Not surprisingly, Dr. Jolly West wrote an article offering a sanitized version of the Jonestown Massacre. West also served as a director of the False Memory Syndrome Foundation, an organization founded by pedophile apologists that marginalizes victims of ritual abuse and smears their advocates. On the very day of the Oklahoma City bombing, Dr. West went on the Larry King Show to talk about alleged bomber Timothy McVeigh. Again, characterizing the alleged perpetrator as one more lone nut. (laughs) Not involved in a conspiracy? He later was personally involved with handling McVeigh in prison. When President Ronald Reagan was a California governor, he wished to place Dr. West in charge at that time of something called the Violence Control Center, 
West had gotten tentative approval for a grant of $750,000 from the Law Enforcement Alliance of America for the Violence Center. However, it supposedly never got off the ground. After the announcement of plans for the Violence Center, Dr. West dashed out a letter to then-California Director of Health, J.M. Stubblebine. It said, Dear Stubb, I am in position of confidential information that the Army is prepared to turn over Nike missile bases to state and local agencies for non-military purposes. They may look with special favor on health-related applications. Such a Nike missile base is located in the Santa Monica Mountains within a half-hour's drive of the Neuropsychiatric Institute. It is accessible but relatively remote. The site is securely fenced and includes various buildings and improvements, making it suitable for prompt occupancy. If the site were made available to the Neuropsychiatric Institute as a research facility, perhaps initially as an adjunct in the new Center for the Prevention of Violence, we could put it to very good use. Comparative studies could be carried out there in an isolated but convenient location of experimental or model programs for the alteration of undesirable behavior. Such programs might include drug or alcohol abuse, modification of chronic, antisocial or impulsive aggressiveness, etc. The site could also accommodate conferences or retreats for instruction of selected groups of mental health-related professionals and of others, for example, law enforcement personnel, parole officers, and special educators, for whom both demonstration and participation would be effective modes of instruction. Among the programs that Dr. West foresaw taking place at the Violence Center were genetic, neuropsychological, and biochemical studies of violent persons, study on so-called hyperkinetic or hyperactive children, hormonal aspects of passivity and aggressiveness in boys, and surveys of norms of violence among various ethnic groups. Also proposed was implanting, get this, tiny electrodes deep within the brain, oh my, my, for monitoring and control of violent subjects. In other words, the manufacture of Manchurian candidates. To suffice it to say that everything you've ever been told about the Manson murders, not to mention much of the history of the United States in the 20th century, has been a lie, L-I-E, lie. And those people that lied about it, they're continuing to do that up until today with everything that is happening right outside your door. The through line is here now. MK Ultra was never shut down. It morphed into something even larger in scope and far more dangerous. Just below the surface, the intersections are never ending. None other than the National Institutes of Health concludes. Given the strong evidence that ADE is a non-theoretical and compelling risk for we can't say and the laundry list, nature of informed consents, disclosure of the specific risks of worsened, we can't say, disease, 
from what you get in your arm calls for specific separate informed consent form and demonstration of patient comprehension in order to meet medical ethics standards. The informed consent process for ongoing, we can't say shot in the arm, trials does not appear to meet this standard. This is straight from the National Institutes of Health. They knew. They knew. They say it right here. It does not meet their standards. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. There is a specific risk of worsening. And I can't say what it is, but they knew. This is on in their website. This is on the National Institutes of Health website. They knew. Recently deceased comedian Trevor Moore posted this most appropriate message in Reddit in the month of June. What if government learned from the MK Ultra experiments in the 50s that trauma allows you to control people so they purposely orchestrate disastrous events to keep their citizens afraid, plus dependent on them. And that's one of the reasons that mental illness has been rising. Brace yourself, friends. The UFOs are coming. <laughs> <laughs> 